another exciting episode of A Legion on Zoom. What's going on, everybody? And welcome to another episode of The Legion on Zoom. The incomparable, the immeasurable, the infinite, the chess. Hola, yo soy Miguel. And I'm Miguel. What's happening, people? <laughs> what? <laughs> what is happening? I think the edible kicked. <laughs> kicked in. Happened? Facts. It be like that sometimes. You don't even know who you are. <laughs> you said you're big out. But that's how I'm into, starting it. Uh, yo, I respect that. Into some news. In the news. Fucking. I haven't heard this name in the realm of comic books in a minute. Well, the last time I even heard it mentioned, it was when they made that last shitty Hellboy movie, and people wanted him to be in it because he, he is technically Hellboy. But they picked that other guy who supposedly did really good in Black Widow. I haven't seen that shit yet. What's his name? David Harbour, I think. David Arbor. Yeah, yeah. Arbor David Arbor. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Something like that. But yeah, anyway, Ron Perlman is coming as back as, well, not coming back, but he's coming back to society. But he's coming in initially as the voice of Optimus Primal. Not Optimus Prime. Optimus Primal in the Beast Wars movie. And I'm all in for that. Damn, just coming back to society. It's like shit. Like he was like after Hellboy, they're like, you know, all right, fuck you, you're banned. You're you come back later. But now coming back as Optimus Primal. That's fucking dope. And we were talking about this in the last episode about the news, the Transformers new movie. There's gonna be the sequel to the Bumblebee, st- starring Anthony Ramos from In the Heights. And so now we got In the Heights, fucking Anthony Ramos singing and dancing with Ron Perlman as Optimus Primal. Who who does not want to see that? So for what happened what to hearing, the OG guy though? Like, is he still alive? Because I know he was doing the Optimus Prime voice, like I the original so. voice actor, right? Shit, to, and to be honest, I think the Optimus Primal voice, um, it actually it sounded kind of familiar to the old school one, actually, too. No, was it the same guy that even did Beast Wars? I don't remember him sounding really different. Oh damn! For the Beast, I don't know. <laughs> so that's cool. Yeah, like I, don't, I don't remember him sounding that different, but yeah, I mean, it could have been somebody else. But either way, it's Ron Perlman. I'm in. And no, like, he, and he's coming back to society because he left. Because after seeing the David Arbor Hellboy, he pulled the uh, I don't want to live on this planet anymore. <laughs> Yo, and actually, with, with all this news of the Beast Wars coming back in, in, in this movie format, I kind of would like to rewatch that. No, I think we've been doing some rewatches of. Of animated fucking shows. We've talked about Batman in the animated series, the Justice League one, uh, uh, and other stuff. Like, where, where, where can we get fucking Transformers Beast Wars? I would love to scratch that fucking 90s itch. You know what's funny? I think uh, it's, I've seen that. Sh- I think it's on like Amazon Video, Amazon Prime Video or some shit like that. Don't quote me directly, but it's on, it's on one of those services. It's somewhere out there. Legit. Right. I think, I think we can still watch Beast Wars. And from what I remember as a kid, when the story like went in a little bit after a while, it got pretty complex. She got pretty crazy. Yeah, exactly. I just remember fucking loving it. And all the Transformers stories are fucking uh, complex and shit as, as they are. And I remember Beast Wars not being any 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 different. But all right. So you heard it here, everybody. It's on Amazon Prime. If it's not, you can email Chez at legiononzoom at gmail.com. I'm only seeing it on Tubi. I never heard of this streaming site, but that's the Tubi. only thing I'm seeing the is streaming fuck on. Is Tubi. Tubi sponsors. I don't know what Tubi is, but you can watch it there for free, people. We don't Wait, it's all it for four seasons. For free on Tubi? Yeah. 
<laughs> we're like a commercial now. All right, fans, you know, Tubi out there. What's up? What's good? We're, we're promoting you right now. Let's I never really got Tubi. too into those. I saw them like on syndication on like weekday mornings. And it was always that and like the old X-Men animated series. But I was never big on the Beast Wars, though. Dude, I watched a lot of Beast Wars. Yo. To this day, I can fucking still remember characters from that shit. The Cheetah Dude, the Rat Guy, Optimus Primal himself, fucking... Um, this dude was a giant Tyrannosaurus Rex. What's his name? Uh, the main bad guy. Uh, God, well, that's, that's Mega, it's Megatron. Megatron. I don't yeah. know what's his name in the... Megatron a... was a giant T-Rex. I don't remember what he, what he was, though. But yeah, Starscream was an... Aw- he was fucking awesome in that show. Dude, fucking Beast Wars was the shit, man. I'm all in. Uh, I'm so excited about that. And I'm also like, I'm hyped to see Anthony Ramos in an action role. Because I'm, I always go back to Hamilton, but he played a pretty intense role in that musical. So I'm excited to see him swapped out for some epic shit because it's going to be impressive since he's in a Transformers movie. He's going to be acting with nothing. This is going to be all CGI because when they make those movies, you see Optimus Prime on the screen and this kid is screaming his head off, but it's really a tennis ball on a wire hanger. Exactly. And it'll be for those of you who are listening to us right now on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, what have you. You should go to YouTube right now because you'll see basically Chez is in right now mid scene for a Transformers because he's in a green screen pretty much. If you can yeah, basically. <laughs> and at one point, I'm hoping to get an actual green screen. So I might do the show with some actual Transformers one day. You never know. <laughs> yes. You never know. Maybe we'll set up some type of donation system so people can fund my green screen experiments. <laughs> or like the <laughs> galaxy behind you, like those like exactly. old school public access shows. <laughs> yeah, we're terrible. Like, yeah. like, listen, if you guys want to see me in some cool places for selling my house, send this one. <laughs> Yo, is that still around MNN public access? Hey, yo, are you think that's like, still a thing? I wonder, you got, man. You got, if it is, let's get on it. Yeah, hey, that's what I'm gonna say. With the we hotline, have to do this exactly from YouTube to fucking public access. That's a downgrade. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's going backwards. But classic as fuck. Oh, word, yeah. word, yo, word. Shout out to MNN for, for you <laughs> New Yorkers out there. Old fucking um, talking about New Yorkers. Uh, faux New Yorker in her own right, I guess you could say. Um, Renee Montoya is actually going to make an appearance on the CW's Batwoman. I mean, I, I'm okay. They got me a little bit now, especially after reading GCPD. I might be interested. I'm a little bit interested in all things Montoya on the Lolo. Word, exactly. See, that's the one big news we got from Batwoman. They're kind of trying to win us over. I feel right because we we. We talked about Luke Fox as Batwing finally appeared in, in this last season. I didn't watch it. I don't think it, did you guys know none of the guys watched it right no. <laughs> So Nope, I did no, not watch I watched it the pilot and I was done. And and Damn. exactly, and you saw the pilot with like, you know, Kate King as Batwoman. And then I saw when we got Javisha Leslie taking on the role of Batwoman with whatever her character name was. And it was just not good. Not good at all. But you know. All right, but Batwing looks fucking dope, and now they're gonna have Rene Montoya. All right, okay, I might give it a shot. My yeah, main concern is just my better is. And I go, do, ahead, you go that, ahead. do you think that Ruby Rose is gonna watch this show? <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> to see what could have been. 
Damn. I don't know, man. She's gonna do John Wick 4 or some shit. Oh no, she lit, she lit. I thought she died in three. But <laughs> did she? I don't know. Yeah, I think was that a Man, this will be Renee Montoya's third live action appearance for those of you counting. The first was in uh the Fantabulous Emancipation. No, 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 actually Gotham was first, and then Rosie Perez in the Harley Quinn movie. So Wait, I don't know. Do we know who's gonna play her now? Like is it is it a Domin- is it finally a Dominican person? Oh, that's a good question. I do not. No one does. They're like, oh, what? Like we cast a Puerto Rican. That's <laughs> it's Rosie Perez again. <laughs> again, we just get the same actor. Damn, but then that would mean it's fucking connected. All the universe, like or, no, or I don't want that woman that, to be connected. <laughs> not connected, but that they're racist. That's probably it. Nah, it hasn't been cast yet. Like, like it's not inter-universe. It's just for casting the same person. <laughs> All right. Oh, and also... Well, no, um, go for it. Go for it. Now, I was going to say just a quick side note that um, I just remember, so you might as well throw it out for the fans, since we mentioned that John Wick 4, I think, already began production. Oh, word. I, d- I do think I yeah. saw that recently. And also, a further tangent from that, just because I want to share it with you guys, I recently saw the movie Nobody... Do you guys know what movie that is? No. It's basically a John Wick film. It, it has Bob Odenkirk as the main character, who's the guy from Better Call Saul, like Saul oh, Goodman. Oh, I have that on my list on Netflix. Now I know. What, yeah, I remember the poster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, But it's an action film. Very, very John Wick. It's produced by one of the people that made John Wick. It's fucking fantastic. I loved it. And I've heard rumors of people saying, like, imagine if it's the same universe as John Wick and they do, like, a team-up. That would be fucking incredible to see. You guys have to see this movie because because Keanu Reeves looks like a badass, right? So we know he can kick ass. So it's funny, but in a cool way to see someone like as Saul Goodman from fucking Breaking Bad be a badass and an action star. So I highly recommend that movie. Talking about movies like that, there seems to be a few that are inspired from like the Jason Statham crank type movies on the low. Didn't this guy from those procedural cop shows have one like that too on Netflix where he sees like a cartoon donkey happy or some shit like that? That was mad popular. Some shit like that. I just wanted to bring it up because it. Just yeah, that was that was that. actually a Grant Morrison creation. That was a comic book, I think. Ah, was for, it for Dark Horse? I think or Image. Damn. I think it's Image actually. It was a comic book. I never read it. And I saw the first season of Happy and it was good, but it wasn't like crank. It wasn't like action packed or anything like that. It was just a weird procedural type show, but it was good. Really? I recommend it. Oh, shit, because it seemed pretty fucking crazy. Yeah, I'm going to check it out. And now, fans, it seems like the universe has a way of balancing itself. So off of the heels of that shitty Mortal Kombat movie, they tried, but they can do better. But come on, Jesus Christ. So I guess the people over at Mortal Kombat saw what happened, and I guess they're trying to just recoup the whole fan base. And we actually got the trailer for Mortal Kombat Legends Battle of the Realms out, which came out way sooner than we thought it would because of how amazing Mortal Kombat Legends Scorpion's Revenge was. That type of shit takes time. So... I could be wrong about the whole they're trying to recoup the fan base thing, but fuck it. At the end of the day, we got some okay Mortal Kombat shit, but now we got some awesome Mortal Kombat shit, which means we got to use the tube. Guys, are you ready? Let's do it. Fucking ready. All right, fans, we'll be right back. 
was fucking sick. That was amazing. Preemptive rating nine. Damn. Yeah, I'm going to give him my preemptive rating probably an eight, probably. I really need to rewatch Scorpion's fucking Word. revenge, man. But Rod, to get, to get better, yeah, we well. didn't get to rate that one, right? I'll give Let's that re-watch. one like a solid 8.5. Um, Scorpion's revenge. Let's rewatch and review that shit eventually. Fuck it. Let's do that right now. Zoom to back. <laughs> Yo, Let's watch a that'd be cool. Movie. But it is late on a Friday night. But that's a, a good ass idea. <laughs> the extent of our technology to truly bend time. <laughs> like we just went to the movies. We just got Lord. back. That shit was great. Yeah, but dude, I'm down to see so many fucking characters. I saw a whole tribe of like the Baraka nomad type people. I saw fucking Kentaro in the background, Sub Zero's brother, fucking brolic, healthy, thick Shao Kahn in, in his robust body. Word, he's always <laughs> been juicy. Right? Yeah, word. OD. <laughs> For some odd reason, he's been he's always been like virile as fuck. <laughs> yeah, I think this is also like the first. I think it's also going to be good, right? It's probably going to be the first yeah. good Mortal Kombat sequel we ever get. Because, no, we were really Ooh. hyped from the first movie uh, back in, what, 95? I was fucked <laughs> up. 1995. And then part two was trash, right? Part one was so promising. But with this one, it looks like, you know, part one was really good. Scorpion's Revenge on HBO Max. Go watch it if you haven't already. You know what part two was? It had, like, a small little gems in it. Part two was, like, like if you're starving, right? You know how, like, the body could survive 30 days without food? Like, and if you're like on day 29 and someone hands you a turd and they ate corn and you could eat the corn out of that turd on day 29, (laughs) that's annihilation. And that corn was the soundtrack. I think the soundtrack was actually superior to the first Mortal Kombat, which had a badass motherfucking soundtrack. And Motaro. You can't knock Motaro. Even for back then, that graphic word was that. Oh man, that movie was painful to watch. I can't believe, like, because Chess, I was wondering what your response would be because I, you talked about how much you kind of like that movie, and right now you went such a deep fucking. You know how people survive for thirty days without food, so that's you, and then you're giving shit with corn in it, though. Oh no, that that's was how tra- good this movie was. I, I've, I've never, like, I've never, I, I've never out and out and said like, hey, I believe that that movie was well made. I've defended its shittiness just because it's Mortal Kombat. You know, the campiness is there. But for example, like and for listeners out there, if you click the link right here, you'll see the exact (laughs) video where he said it was well made film. (laughs) I want people to fucking quote me. But because like it had some high points, fucking like um, Ermac's costume was official. I tend to remember like small details about certain shit like that. Like um, the way they did Motaro was pretty cool. I enjoyed certain things. They showed the elder gods, you know, they expanded on the lore. It had some like good things about it, but overall it was a fucking travesty to like the human psyche. That should suck. But the top three, top three worst sequels of all time. That's on that Uh, list. Rocky five. Hey, nah, but we, we gotta stay within comic book world. Oh, comic books, that kind oh, of stuff. Come on, come on. We gotta, we gotta do. Don't, let's not. But it's video out. games. It's not even comics. Right? But it's like within the world. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, that's a tough. I mean, fuck the Schumacher Batman's. But which, uh, which one? Batman and Robin, because Batman, Batman Forever was still semi true to Tim Burton's vision. So which Val Kilmer, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, because it devi- like it went crazy after that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, it, it, it was deviating already, and then it just yeah, went full it on went Schumacher. Ham. Yeah, 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 yeah. So Schumacher. Okay, so all right, Schumacher. So we got. I mean, no, 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 no. <laughs> all right, so Batman and Robin, 
Uh, Mortal Kombat Annihilation. Mortal Kombat and Annihilation. Blade what? Trinity. Facts. Oh Man. damn, that's a good. What Which a also down. you can see on HBO Max. The Trinity of the Blade films are there. I've been yeah. actually eyeing Which, it. Been like, all right, all right. Which deep fucking cut features Heat Wave as Dracula? Yeah. And oh, we got whoa. and we got Ryan Reynolds Deadpool. Not yeah, as, Deadpool as, as, as Hannibal dude. King. Deadpool as as Hannibal King. That that like a that's, dress rehearsal for that's Deadpool. like the first evidence of him pushing. To, he was probably trying to play Deadpool back then. Probably, like, probably. yeah. He was probably pushing it to somebody. He was like, all that's right, I'm gonna some here, bro. That shit, that movie. No, no. Okay, so he snuck out that clip, which led to him making that movie, which led to him owning a gin company. Oh shit! Flip on flip on flip on flip. Fuck Ryan Reynolds. Fuck you, <laughs> I got a hate on him, yo. But anyway, back to Mortal Kombat. <laughs> yeah, but back to Mortal Kombat. It's a fucking good trailer, and and I think especially, and it's exciting because it takes that fucking shitty fucking taste in our mouth from the last the fucking film that we saw. Like it was HBO Max premiere and shit. We were all excited. We reviewed it. No, nope, it was not a good movie. And actually, I saw uh, uh, Scorpion's Revenge after that fucking loved the film that that film was fucking the action was incredible the story was a good story uh, so then as long if, if they keep it as that like if they get because they gave us what we wanted fucking fights epic ass fight it's mortal Kombat. like the story just has to be make sense enough <laughs> like don't don't have to make it so deep or anything what I don't did, get about no no go ahead go ahead no I just wanted to say like did Marvel set the bar really high for like quality uh, like these like movies that come from pop culture like no because like it, it i'm sure there's people that like mortal Kombat. like it's not obviously it's better than annihilation right it's not like terrible terrible but if you want to see it done right then you got to watch these two well this movie and the next one coming up nope. but i feel like yeah that mortal Kombat movie was a uh, forgettable yeah. You know why? Um, I don't think that Marvel set the movie too high because Marvel just does what they do and they do it well. You know what I mean? They make the movies about their heroes. Case in point, if you watch the original Mortal Fucking Kombat to this day with Robin Shaw, the people's Lou fucking Kang, that movie holds up to this day. Fucking Scorpion and Sub-Zero were played by actual martial artists. Um... Kano, the dude who played him was some exotic race I cannot figure out to this day. And it was just awesome all around. The original Mortal Kombat shows that you can do Mortal Kombat well if you focus on the right shit. They focus on the fights in that movie if you think about it. Dude, the nice. fight between, um, who was it? Uh, Liu Kang and Shang Tsung. The fight between um, Sub-Zero and Liu Kang. Scorpion and um, Johnny Cage what? and Johnny Cage. Yo, I got to uh, rewatch this movie. Dude, fucking, I've been meaning to rewatch it. <laughs> fucking, Let's um, do it for the show. We got to review this. Kano versus Sonya Blade. Like yo, the list goes on. The roster fights in that movie. Then Johnny Cage versus Goro. Fuck, dude, that movie was the shit. Like they focus on the fighting in this movie. They focus on a lot of weird. Sh- like, I don't even know how they got two hours in. Like they it, did, they, and they did. They made it fucking two hours fucking long. Man. No, oh my God. Because they tried them, because that's the thing. Cause I don't know. I don't know if it's Marvel uh, uh, setting this, you know, because Marvel just made good movies. It's like we could tell what the good movie is. And, and that was in and, and Mortal Kombat wasn't, you know, and, and mostly because I think what Chess is saying, they try to focus on one thing, which is the action. 
but then they also try to focus on like there's this story of like the history you know and this random kid who was a new character for the for the movie it's like nobody fucking cares <laughs> give me mortal combat and like that's or give me a story that's just about that you know i don't know like it was just yeah. nah yeah man like fuck, yeah, everything dude. went into sub-zero and scorpion they had everything that was good with that movie like the <laughs> yeah. costumes the fight the, the entire there should budget. be a cut like just just watch the sub-zero scorpion cut of that movie it's probably like yeah. half an hour <laughs> yeah i'm with it i'm yeah. with it no because obviously because obviously that's what's the strength of scorpion's revenge you know although they highlight all these other characters that they do highlight the lore of mortal Kombat and the you know all the realms it's still kind of a scorpion film, no? And so, and I think Mortal Kombat had like too many people that like, I guess is like the new characters to star, but Scorpion in Sub-Zero were, right? It was like, yeah, you know, well, like, who, who am I supposed to care about the most and follow, you know, like. You know what? I actually never caught that till now. You're absolutely right. You couldn't tell who was the main character. Was it Cole? Or was it Scorpion? That's that's yeah. actually a very, I, I haven't even haven't really thought about that. Yeah, because they try to make everybody's story pretty important. Like even with uh, 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 Jax and like, and they try to we find we try to find his backstory with Sonya Blade. Like it's like I I don't no like I don't care about all that too much. Like let's just focus on this and it's because Scorpion's Revenge really focuses on Scorpions and fucking Sub Zero and gives us a little bit more of. Of oh, I forgot his name the the fucking main dude the white Hollywood actor the the the, the, the Johnny Cage Johnny Cage yeah. like the, and then he's like the other character that's really there like yeah you know the, the same trio right it's Johnny yeah. Cage Sonia Blade and Liu Kang like they're pretty much like the main characters for the story and then you get a bunch of uh for this one it was like they called it Scorpion's Revenge because they definitely focused on that and his trip to hell and they brought in Quan Chi which was really cool. Yeah, so this one is coming out about a year and a half or so after the original. So it'll be out on August 31st. Oh, we cannot wait. You, you get you guys can are gonna hear it here with us soon. Yeah, we're, I'm so <laughs> and then at the end of like the trailer, I'm so I like it shocks me to see like an official Blu-ray case. <laughs> Like they show like the official case, like out now in Blu-ray case. Like yeah, they're like, almost obsolete, right? Like, the <laughs> fuck is that? Like <laughs> I'm sure there's like a mad listener right now, like mad listeners right now who are like pretty young, who are like, wait, what? Are they they're googling right now, or they're speaking out out loud to their Alexa or whatever the fucking kids yeah. nowadays they do. I don't know. Listen, th- there was a time where stuff came on this big shiny cookie called the CD. And it stood for compact disc. And even further back at one point, there were some dudes who were super, super like impressed of their own DVD collection. <laughs> it used to be like a, a status symbol of how many DVDs you used to own at one point. And porn DVDs too, right? Facts. That was yeah, a hidden indeed. collection. Word. 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 If you still got porn DVDs. What are you doing? Word. Not even still got. If you're actively still purchasing porn <laughs> DVDs, that means that you're contributing to the manufacture of said DVDs. Like Yo, one what, thing, what if you still last... if you still have it, like an old comic book, like they're just doing it as like you know memorabilia. <laughs> but like if you're actively purchasing, you know, like I don't porn know, like DVDs. how do you even? Right, there's like it? one store in New York City that still sells fucking DVDs. <laughs> Yo, what was the last Blu-ray y'all bought? 
Damn, yo, I don't remember. I don't remember. I'm, try- I'm trying to look at my fucking like. Can I see like the Bro- last Blu-ray? Yo, remember when I it was a re- thing to try to collect like the whole MCU? I remember I started. I'm like, oh hell no. <laughs> <laughs> the last one uh, I got was the uh, fuck. I forgot what it's called. Uh, the Batman, the Under the Red Hood remake. Did they change? It was a different name, right? That one where you could pick the fate. Yeah. See, so DC was kind of smart with that one because they incentivized you to yeah, buy it. Was the interactive, disc. yeah. Because if you if you watch it on, on HBO Max, you just get one like timeline. Like, you don't get like the options if you watch it on HBO Max. But like, but anyway, I, I didn't even end up watching it because it's just so fucking alien to put a disc in the fucking PlayStation and. <laughs> <laughs> it's yo, death, some, weird. death in the yo, family was the, yo, death in the yo, family. You're some fucking first world savage. <laughs> yeah, I bought this epic DVD with so much entertainment on it, and I didn't even use it because it was yeah. weird to put it in the device. Oh, wait, I did. I did use it for the DC showcase, which were fucking amazing. Those four nice. showcase on that one. Yo, and wow. I bet, and it's still there right now. In right. Your fucking still PS in concert. Locker, yeah. Fuck, man. Like, yeah, that shit, that shit bugged me the fuck out, yo. Like, that was crazy to see that. that- but, but that's a good point, though. Like, honestly, like, because I think the last one I got was a concert DVD. It was like, the, uh, Opeth came out with a fucking live at Red Rock shit, so it's epic. And I think I've seen it once, probably, or twice, you know? Because Also, because most of the videos are on YouTube, so it's like, why do I have to go get, open the thing, put it in the thing, and all versus just like Weird, a button man. or something? I can just cast it from my phone or just quickly find it on PlayStation. Like, eh, <laughs> this is the the humanity now. This is what we do. Some people try to be posh and like use vinyls just to be classic. Yeah. They still got a vinyl collection. Yeah. Fuck out of here. That shit is mad <laughs> massive and shit. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yo, Miguel, was that you sipping on, bro? So you sipping on some shit. That's, I'm glad you asked. So for today's motherfucking drink of the week, Tell we have we have actually some good classic uh, 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 returners. We got uh, Basil Hayden's, not the dark rye, but just the regular bourbon whiskey that they have. Good whiskey. And we got some Lagunitas, little something, something because it's hot. Mm. It's refreshing. It's Friday. The end of a long week. So we recommend up. exactly recommend, and it's the uh, uh, the, you say, Fourth uh, of July month weekend, weekend right. man. And also, we made a one year anniversary. So fucking drink to that. Why not? No, we, we've been at it for a year. So our first recording, I think, was May thirty first. Oh wow, 20- really? Yeah, and then our first release was July fifteenth. So we're right in the cushy spot. Exactly, right in the middle. Exactly. So for the because for the listeners out there, they're like liars. You didn't. First episode was July. Thank you, fan that's been following us since July. Yeah, yo, shout out to you. Word, yo. <laughs> episode one hundred, we interview that guy. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yo, that be yeah. But but uh, exactly like we've been recording from before because be- before we had the idea of having cushion episodes and whatnot, which was good for a minute. But then now nah, we got better, <laughs> so we're better at turnaround. It's an all right, guys. Cheers to us. Fucking cheers. Talking shit for one year. Facts indeed. Cheers. I ain't got shit, but I'm cheering in my heart. All right. And what better (laughs) way to enjoy those drinks than with a review of the new episode of Loki, the hottest show right now, I think, out for comic book fans, that is probably the best, but the hottest. Yes. So let's dive in. This one is called the Nexus Event. How did y'all feel about this episode? 
I'm going to go and say up front that that scene in the courtroom with what's her name? Uh, the agent behind the desk. Renslayer. Yeah, Renslayer and 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 the small girl Loki. That scene was so weak, dude. That that shit got me upset. I feel like she could have stopped that little girl so many times. And for some reason, for the sake of story, they literally stopped to look at each other. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> no, I love that because like, <laughs> you're right. Because what I love because it's not just that too. Because it's also like she also kind of looks at the judge, right? Because the judge yeah! is like, who's next? And and the little girl's escaping, and she like stops, looks at the judge, looks at the girl. Yeah. Oh, no, you know, it, it was a little because for the fans out there, this is the beginning of the episode where we got a little bit of a background. Well, not background, just this one uh, uh, flashback uh, to Sylvie, a little girl just chilling yeah. in Asgard, which is kind of it is. I liked it because it was funny to see like in and painful, obviously, to see her just chilling and playing like she's like doing what was it like Ragnarok or some shit like yeah, with yeah, her little toys playing out the story of Ragnarok which uh-huh. is like folklore for his guardians yeah and then all of a sudden they just show up they're like all right variant no let's go she's like what <laughs> just watch the little girl like damn which that part rocked my world because I legit said out loud I'm like they can just go to Asgard like that like which means that Heimdall doesn't see the TVA because if not, he would have seen them about to take that Loki. And Heimdall sees all. So they're even beyond the sight of the one who sees everything. Yeah. Or did he see something? Because this episode, I'm not going to jump ahead. We're going to go in order. But we get some <laughs> new character reveals in this episode. Get three new character reveals. Oh, right. At the, at the end, no? Right. Right. Well, actually, there's four character reveals, actually. But... <laughs> well, at the we'll, end, we, we, we'll, 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 we'll jump. We'll get to that because that's the big. That was the coolest. But yeah, I think for me overall, the episode, eh, eh, was okay. Actually, I saw this again. Uh, I saw this twice. I saw that right actually before we recorded, and I liked it more the second time around than the first one. Um, because now that I know how it ends and all that kind of stuff, but overall, like I, I felt like before, like it's 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 pretty. It's well acted beautifully shot right but the the story wise eh, not a lot of stuff happened basically until the end like yeah. that's when the story stuff happened but i will bring up I, something that i didn't think about too much was like at the beginning after all this happens right remember we we saw last where we left our heroes they were about to die on lamentus right yeah. that the fucking moon is being destroyed by the other planet and they're having this moment, both of them talking about like just like what it was to be a kid. And there's this moment where they both kind of like connect. And then that causes some fucking oh, yeah. the, the 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 sacred time stream timeline to branch off. And then that's what like alerts the TVA like, oh, shit, that's happening. And they're like they're even shocked. Right. Like, why does this happen when I saw it for the second time around again? Because this scene for those of you out there who saw it, it's, it's like we're seeing that Loki and, you know, Enchantress, female Loki, Sylvie, are kind of like connecting, right? Like emotionally or something. Yeah. She's saying she there was this one line that she said right before she did that. She said uh, that the universe uh, wants to be free. And so because of that, it, it creates chaos. And to, to, mm. so for it to be free and then she said something like kind of like we're we're agents of chaos or, or something because they were talking about like are all loki's destined to, to 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 die or something or to lose and she and loki was like no we're we lose but we don't die and 
And so when they, because then that happened, then that's when the fucking thing branched. And so it makes you wonder, right? Now that we know the TVA isn't who they say they are, like, is like the universe trapped in some kind of way and, and trying to escape? Like, you guys see what I'm saying? Like, what? what oh, yeah, yeah. I see what you're saying, but do you understand how big what you're saying is? <laughs> Like, I hear what you're saying. That's why I'm like, do you understand how big that is? Like, who? Because then if you go, like, a little bit further, it's like when they eventually do catch them because they do save them from the planet, and then they do eventually take them to see the Time Masters, it's like they're robots. Like, like eventually, a giant fights break out. That fight scene was fucking whack because... It was made for a TV show. I felt like that whole display thing, that level of shit was supposed to be made for like a movie. You know what I mean? Like them going to see the Time Masters, even though they ended up being fake or whatever. And that fight scene could have been mad epic, but it sucked. It was like a TV show fight scene. It was whack. What are you going to do? But then the fucking Time Masters end up being robots. Timekeepers, yeah. yeah time I, I, I felt the same way. Like the last episode wasn't all that. It was okay. But the hype is definitely waning down. But remember, this is like the middle, right? So or, we're gonna. Yeah. So we have two more episodes, which yeah. is probably the finale. Um, but yeah, this one I wasn't too hyped about it. It was kind of weird all the way through. I mean, the ending makes up for it, right? The, the this one is the first one with the post credit scene. Yeah, I believe. Yeah, yeah. Right, because how? No, go for it. So yeah, within that epic fight. Loki gets like what is it with the taser with that time taser thing? Yeah. Wait, before they, the, what, what what do they call it? The the, the uh, uh, pruning prune, pruning. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, before yeah, that, yeah, yeah. let's not front like we all weren't yes. her when they Come on. Owen Wilson. Bro, Bro that didn't hit you. No, I thought okay. Here's what I thought. I thought that before they came out of the interrogation room, Loki did it, um a fake like a what is an illusion. Because yeah. he goes into detail about explaining what the difference between like illusions and casting yourself. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, I remember that. At some point, that's gonna come back around. Oh, like a whole scene about it. I thought that was a fake one, but apparently not. Because if you get hit with this thing, you go to some like an- another apocalypse event. It looks so, like right, and so that's the part where like, all right, you redeemed yourself a a, a fucking show, an episode, right? Because because obviously, one, it was cool. It was cool to see Mobius. I like that character in the show, and I like seeing him struggling with because he finds out right that the agent was actually killed or something happened to her because she the Enchantress allows them to realize their old memories. And we have that other agent hunter B-15 B-15 helping Sylvie out. And so now and then he eventually gets in the, you know, caught by the by Ravona and he gets fucking pruned. Right. But so, but but we don't know. Does the people who get pruned, everybody goes to that other spot, or is it just Loki? So we don't know because, like, right as Rod said, right at the end, Loki gets pruned as he's about to confess his love to his other self from another dimension. Yeah, by Renslayer. Aha! Uh-huh, exactly. But then, with the after credits, we actually see him surviving, appearing in some other fucking Earth, whatever it is, with fucking four other Lokis. It's fucking dope. Oh, there were four. I thought there were three. There were four. No, no, hey, no. There's you. four. I got them. I got them actually right here with their names and everything. I would <laughs> say just based off bureaucracy and how bureaucratic the TVA is, I think everybody gets sent there. And out there say they probably get sent to the end of time. 
But yeah, let's break down these Lokis. That's a fucking good point, right? Exactly. So we because one of them had a hammer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so some of those are comic accurate. So two are comic accurate. Two are new, at least so far as we know. So we see four. The the scene that we get is Loki waking up and he's like looking at four Lokis that are telling him like you need to get up and there's I don't know something about like there's still time to do something or I don't know or it's a save. The 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 four Lokis are basically because we set, we get one that's. The classic Loki, we also see him called King Loki, who has that old, it's like an older Loki who has that classic old school yes. Loki fucking yeah. look, you know, which is dope. They also have Kid Loki, which is like another uh, a comic book accurate, uh, compo- uh, a character, you know, one of the times when he got killed and resurrected, he came back as a kid uh, uh, and actually joined the Young Avengers as Kid Loki, eh? So we've been talking about the Young Avengers for a while. We obviously still have to wait and see how much Kid Loki plays a role in the, in the rest of the show. But that'd be kind of cool if they add a Kid Loki, if that's real. Kid Loki is then holding Alligator Loki. Oh, right. <laughs> there you go. What the fuck? Yeah, which which is like a fucking alligator with the horns. I can't I couldn't find any reference to uh, uh, Alligator Loki in the comic book. So that's one. And then the hammer one. Uh, so it's a it's a black guy with a hammer, which makes you think it's like Black Thor or something like that. But uh, apparently in the come to say uh, in the credits, he's credited as boastful Loki. So I, I don't know what that might be. Okay. Maybe it's a combo, maybe of Loki and Thor. Like oh, he might have been Heimdall with a hammer. No. Mm. Nah, I think that's a place where they just send all their variants at the end. Yeah, it's all Lokis. Yeah. yeah. But the one thing, and once again, the first thing I thought of is we might get to see Owen Wilson again. That, I don't would, th- that would be great. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't think they got rid of him like that. In all honesty, I, I, like, I honestly don't. But, yo, I think the next episode is going to be fucking bananas because it starts with him meeting the four Lokis. So we'll see how it goes. I think so. Like I, I, and I hope so too. Right, especially now, now that we saw that right happening, hoping that all the other variants are getting. So then, it, it's gonna be one big, um, uh, like because we still don't know shit, right? So that's the one thing that at least I'm excited about because we still don't know who created the TBA, why did they create the TBA, why are the timekeepers fake and like androids? Who was controlling them in the moment? Like what's happening? All of that. And also now with this whole idea of because of, of like, is the universe trapped and somebody like is Kang trying to create a timeline that he wants and and the universe is fighting back at it. Right. Because we got at the beginning when I said when when Sylvie made that comment, then later also uh, Owen Will Mobius said it, too, when he realized that Loki was like falling for himself, you know, as, as, as Sylvie, yeah. he said, that's what caused the Nexus event. This is fucking insane. Like you're falling for your own self. That narcissistic type of love is going to cause reality to collapse on itself, you know? So, which also indicates like there might be something there. Is it, is it a, a catastrophic event or is it like the universe trying to, to save itself? Like, I'm like intrigued so far, but yeah, but each episode is like, eh, meh, kind of drags. Like, <laughs> yeah. All right, what do you guys rate it this episode? I give it a 6.5. 
I, for this one, I would give it again a seven. I, I don't think it was any worse than the last one. It was just about the same. Yeah, I'm going to go 7.5 for easy maths. So we gave this episode a seven. <laughs> bastard. Yeah, honestly, honestly, like, for example, like, would you listener, you're listening to us right now or watching us right now on YouTube. Hi, um, you, you, if you haven't seen Loki and you're just listening to us like Rod, Chez, would you recommend them to go definitely watch it or just wait for our review? <laughs> and then we'll tell you what happened. I, I, I would say wait for the binge. It, it's short. Um, it's only six episodes. And I bet you if you watch it all the way through, you're going to be hooked like one long movie. Yeah, facts. It'll be yes. one big ass movie. Yeah, that's actually yes. a good point. But wait for great. So here, here, all our reviews. Don't watch it and then binge it. Right, and, and also like in the meantime, you're looking for something to watch. We just got Batman: The Long Halloween Part One released, the latest DC animated film, in in the new continuity, started by Superman: uh, Man of Tomorrow, then the JSA movie. And now we get the Batman movie and they adapt a classic storyline from Jeff Loeb and Tim Sale. Tim Sale. That's right. Um, I think Scott Williams, too, did the inks. Um, nice. Yeah. And, and this just adapts that the first part of that long Halloween storyline. What and did y'all think? Two things I want to know. One. So when fans go into this movie, take note. Apparently, this is very early in Batman's career. Because you see that he even has times where he questions himself, which is very un-Bruce-like. But this is like Batman year two, maybe year three, you can say, I think that on Halloween, like oh, somewhere in that time span. Yeah, so, yeah. So, like you, yeah, so you see it come up. He's young. And um, and the one thing I noticed as I was watching it, you can see how much of it inspired Christopher Nolan. The pile of money using Carmine Falcone. Oh, yeah. The Roman, them hiding their money, you know what I mean? Like them trying to find it, the shit with Harvey Dent and all that shit. Like you can see how much the long Halloween actually influenced um the Dark Knight. And also, Josh Dumal, stop doing regular movies. You suck as an actor. Don't be the utopian. <laughs> Do voice acting because your shit is the bomb. Josh Duhamel, you looked amazing in Jupiter's Legacy. You look like a, like a god Thor. You know, if there were like a multiverse of Thors, I want to see him come to the MCU and be the old yeah. Thor. What are you talking about? Wasn't he also in fucking Transformers? Like, you didn't yeah, like yeah, it there? Yeah. Like, okay, 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 okay. He's but stop acting like... actor. Like, stop he's acting, like good stop. looking. Also, he's a beautiful man. Yeah, like, he's unreasonably good looking. Let's not take him from the screen. Come on, like, say what you want bro. about Utopian. It wasn't his best role. I agree with bro. you, man. But come on. Bro, he's, unre- he's unreasonably good looking. It's crazy. <laughs> like, damn. But, but at the same time, the voice he gave Harvey Dent in that shit shook me to my core. Yo, when you heard fucking Harvey Dent talk, it was real. Yo, like, just do voice acting, Josh Jamal. Just do voice acting. Like, oh, no, and what about that? What about him actually paying, playing a Harvey Dent Two-Face one day? Like, oh, that, I don't know. That I, might, I, that see, might be cool. Because I, I, you know that's, a, that's a good point. I love I loved how much we really saw him playing Harvey Dent for struggling with his anger and his like, yeah. and having his outbursts and all that kind of, cause I think usually at least in the cartoon, right? Well, not too much actually. Uh, uh, Harvey Dent is usually kind of like kind of a good person. And then he becomes two face and 
I, I like here they're really showing us like no, it's all been in there, and they did before. And obviously in the animated series they did wonderfully. Yeah, they did. He was they going did. to therapy for it. And it was everything. a two parter. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. great. But but yeah. but you know what I mean. But no, yeah, you're right. Fucking Dum- <laughs> Dumel was fucking great. For example, like Harvey Dent, Josh Dumont is him in the flashbacks from Jupiter's Legacy when he's wearing the pinstripe suit. That's <laughs> yeah. what I was thinking about. That's Harvey yeah, Dent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah. shit was fucking perfect. And th- just two things that I want to point out. Just one, um, did I miss something in the story or this is me jumping ahead, but I think it's a whole when um, Gordon sees him in front of um, Falcone's building. He hands him the gun. He just drives away. I thought he went back to the hospital, but like they just ignored that part after that. They were just like, okay. And then he just appears somewhere else. They wait, wait, showed... who, who appears somewhere else? Harvey Dent or Gordon? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. Um, after after Gordon gave him the gun, they didn't show what Harvey did. Well, that's the point. I think that's the point, no? Because then because then after that, that's when the next killing happens. And so we oh, yeah. don't know was it Harvey or, or not. So I think I am for the fans out there for okay. to explain what the show's fuck what the fucking movie's about. It's yeah. part one, too. And honestly. I'm excited because I haven't read The Long Halloween. I just started reading it. I'm fucking loving it after seeing the movie. Love the movie. Such a fucking good movie. I'm really loving this universe. But it's about, right, that these killings are happening specifically to mob people involved in, 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 in Carmine Falcone's family that are happening. And they're happening right at holidays. And the first one is on Halloween, hence The Long Halloween. And... The basically the whole thing is a whodunit. Like it's like it we're try it, the killer is called Holiday. Uh, that's what the, the the moniker they give him, and and nobody knows who Holiday is, right? And so everybody's trying to figure it out. And J- Joker's so pissed about Holiday that he escapes Arkham to be like, I'm gonna be the craziest fucking villain in the in Gotham, and and he sets out to try to kill Holiday. And, and so I actually really fucking like it because I don't know who Holiday is. And I'm fucking if, if, if you guys have read The Long Halloween, don't tell me because I, I want to find out. Dude, I, I'm thinking they're going to switch it like they did with Hush and just switch the ending for the comic book fans. But we'll see Ooh, yeah, yeah, when part two comes out. Dude, this shit is fucking bananas because this movie, it's rated R. Because just oh, like is you said, it? yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it has to be. I don't the think body- so. No, 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 no. I'm saying that just because the body count is fucking ridiculous in this movie. Just because the Joker's upset about Calendar, who kills ones on holiday, the Joker catches dozens of bodies. Yo, and I love how Mark Hamill can retire if he wants. Because when you have Troy Baker, you know, he did uh, Assault on oh, Arkham, and now he's doing this. <laughs> like, he... Just as the exact oh, oh, same, that's the same dude voice, yeah. From a certain, oh yeah, his his laugh. Oh my god! And then we got you know, your boy Jensen Eccles, who previously Word. voiced Jason Todd and Under the Red Hood. Now he's back as Batman, and who also played Dean Winchester for many many seasons on Supernatural, which I feel like he tried to overshadow with the fact that he did the voiceover for Jason Todd. <laughs> yeah, I, honestly, like I'm, I'm not trying to hate, but I was least happy about that. But it's always a hard sell for me to get a new Batman voice. I think because yeah, you compare guy, everybody to Conroy. No, but the last guy, <laughs> McNamara. I think James McNamara. From which one? From which one? The the last DC fi- um, animated film universe. He did all of those. The same guy from Batman the and Apo- Son to Apocalypse War. Oh, that guy. Yeah, he's pretty good. I like him. Yeah, he was the Patriot on Shield. I just know his last name is McNamara. 
the Patriot. Oh, or the, you know, they remember that the Shield had like a super agent at one for one season. That was him, and then he went on to do Batman's voice for all those movies. Oh, Jason O'Mara. Oh, Jason O'Mara. Yeah, 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 yeah. That guy. So yeah, he just won me over. He was brilliant as Bruce Wayne, and I feel like Jensen Eccles, like it, it's not bad. It didn't completely pull me out, but it. <gasps> No, yeah, no, I got I'm hating. You got, well, you you got hating, hating, I'm hating. I'm sorry. Damn. No, because I, 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 I was thinking this. I was actually really loving Jason and uh, Jens, Jensen Ackles' voice as, as as Bruce Wayne and Batman. Like I, I, I was with it. I liked it. And especially like oh, I, I, I do want to give a shout out to fucking Troy Baker. Joker is. I honestly at the beginning was like, well, this is Mark Hamill. I'm glad he's back. And then it's like, oh, what? Like no, and then you can tell, and then it's different, but it's different in a in a good way. Like not not all not not even it's not that it's better or worse. Like uh, you know, but but it's it's different in a way that won't take you out. Like that, you know, like Rod hating uh, Jensen Ankles as Batman, unreasonably so. He's the man, but damn, he's obviously not the man according to you. Yeah, and I think we're gonna get a lot of the same a lot of the same material in the upcoming Batman movie with Robert Pattinson. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, like I feel like this is gonna be very similar, like an early Batman, the Falcones, yeah. all that Facts. stuff. Catwoman is involved. She's in this. Um, yeah, I mean, I was a voice actress say, like, that voiced her. She was she fucking, passed away. So, oh the, yeah, it was dedicated that, to her. Like, that, yeah, she know. was from Glee. Uh, uh, uh before. Oh, and, that's the one that died when she fell off the boat, right? This yeah, was her kid. Oh, it was her kid. Yeah, that uh, sucks. R.I.P. Yeah, no, I feel but, like DC. But, I mean, I, they should have just like just go whole hog with the Black Selena Kyle thing now. Like, fuck it, just keep going with it. They did it in the Harley Quinn show. Um, they're doing it in this upcoming Robert Pattinson movie. They should have probably done that here, but isn't again? It's just me nitpicking and shit. Man, it was awesome. Don't do that. <laughs> it was awesome. He- <laughs> heroes don't do that. I know, she right? Black. <laughs> yeah, my favorite scene is when they he fights like those yakuza in the alley. That was I was wild. just thinking that that fight was, and you can tell like at one point. So look, like I peeped some, I don't know if I was be overthinking it, but they did some subtle shit where you could tell this is young Batman because the dude goes to get away. He's like, nah, I'm gonna fight them right here. He looks at them and makes a choice to keep fighting. Or was it just me that peeped that? Because he could have caught the guy. Done some Batman esque shit, fled. You know he has his witness. He let him get away into the sewers, and then fucking just goes ham. That fight was legit. The fighting in this movie was awesome. And then after that, we get a fucking peek for no reason, which I'm sure he's gonna play a giant role in part two. Because if not, that's crazy. At Solomon Grundy. Well, actually, that's I'm um, exactly that's what I loved also too, like the cameos that we got, like Solomon Grundy, but. So far, I've read I've been reading now the book, right? The actual fucking story that I don't think it's canon. It's like its own standalone kind of Elseworlds type of story. Incredible art by Tim Sale. The, the story by Jeff Loeb is incredible. I was so fucking impressed at one. Almost everything is like page by page taken, made into the film. Like they're adapting it, but not crazily too much. Some of the fucking uh, a script. Is the same that's in the fucking book, which I love, and and, and so far I've read up until where part one ends, uh, which I think part one ends after New Year's, no, right? That that's that's yeah. we don't get another holiday after that, and so now obviously the next holidays will, will be part two, 
I'm going to keep reading because I want to find out what happens. Like so far, some of the things that are different are that Catwoman, at least up until this part, is not such a heavy role as we have her in the movie, which I love, though. But also, like you mentioned, Solomon Grundy appears in the same way so far. Does he come back later? I'll find out. And we will all find out when we watch the part two as well. But I kind of love that, too, because it's also kind of bringing life to Gotham, right? Because it's happening in Gotham. Like, it's not like it's happening. I honestly thought it was going to be Killer Croc that was going to appear when he came down to the sewers. But it's cool that Solomon Grundy came out. And it's, I don't know, it still just adds, if it doesn't add anything to the story, it was just a fucking cool fucking scene. Yes. Both in the movie and in the book. So fucking And cool. to remind the fans that this is part of a new shared continuity. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. You know, this is a whole universe here. One key so that means- question I have for you, Chez, Jose Perez. I have a question for you, sir. You've been talking shit about this new universe since we saw the first trailer about the DKD animation, que Fisher Price, you know, sé qué es y lo otro. Hating, bro. <laughs> what did you think now about the fucking animation? It's the same one, man. Well, like I said before, it works for some reason in that dark aspect shit, which I literally said it like for some reason when it comes to Batman, when we saw the trailer for this shit, as a matter of fact, I think, or we saw yeah, the we trailer. Did. For, we did. Yeah. So fans can go back and hear me saying I don't like the animation, but for some reason for this dark angular shit. And then this is me quoting myself, which is meta as fuck. I'm like on our own podcast. I enjoyed it for the Batman shit for that bright. Soup like bat. I mean, for that bright Superman-y, bright colors, I don't like it. But for some reason, these angular features on Falcone, on Bruce, which kind of went back to the season four of the animated series, like that Bruce is Batman. You can tell that guy is sad all the time. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, he had like eyeliner too. Yo, yeah, I'm telling like you, that. Robert Pattinson. I saw shades <laughs> of Robert Pattinson Facts. across this whole movie. I honestly wondered, like, is it eyeliner, eyeliner, or is it going to say bags? No, like, is he Both. just like that? He's just so fucking sleep deprived, which I think would make or more just sense too. Cool. With- <laughs> it would make sense with him being like year two Batman that he's like not getting rest and shit like that. But like, I, I don't know. <laughs> He still hadn't discovered those 20-minute Jocko power nips. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Jocko Willing. But anyway. Um, <laughs> but you liked it then. You liked the animation no, art now. Yeah, I did. For, yeah, for, like I said, the way it's used. Yeah, I think it depends. It depends. Not not all heroes translate well to like all animation styles. You know what I mean? Like, that's <laughs> how I look at it. For this type, I like it because it makes certain characters look more intense. You can tell me that... Um. Wait, so there's two big gang th- um two big gangsters, right? There's Falcone, he's the Roman, right? Yes, he's the Roman. And, yeah. Yeah, and, and Maroni. 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 Yeah, okay, boss Maroni. Maroni. Okay, 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 okay. Yeah, so you can't tell me that Falcone doesn't look scary as fuck because of that kind of animation. No, like, for sure. Cause he looks because in the comic book, it's cool. Cause in the comic book, it's like straight up. 100% fucking ah I fucking forgot his name from the Godfather the Godfather what's his fucking yeah. name Marlon Brando. Marlon Brando he looks right, just right. like Marlon Brando in the comic books uh, uh which is like you know a little big set kind of dude you know like old Italian man uh but here he does look a little bit more like fucking menacing like he is gonna fuck you up and I'm for all both fucking ex- it's it's fucking great I'm, I'm telling you guys it's incredible how fucking similar it is to the uh book and 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 I really hope they don't change it up too much. But so, but Rod, Chess, you haven't read The Long Halloween, right? 
I think I read like the first few chapters of it. Right, and you read the whole thing. Yeah, some time right. ago. No spoilers. All right, so we can't. I guess I wanted to speculate who we think Holiday is, but, but I, I I don't even want to look no, at but you. They're, no, because they're gonna. It's gonna be like hush. Like they're gonna make it different. They're, you don't know that though. But okay, but either way, right? We don't know what it's gonna be. They could go with it or they couldn't. Like yeah, right. it's still fifty fifty. So I think it's uh, Harvey's wife. That'd be crazy. But which makes it weird because then, like, I feel like perhaps Harvey finds out and then he wants to, like, take the heat from her. Like, she's murdered people and now he has to put himself out there to save her. That's what I think is going to break down to. Yo, so you're telling me that's not what happens in the book? Because that's what I'm thinking happens. Like, shit. And you're telling me it's not the same? Like, all right, I'm excited. I'm going to fucking read everything right now. Like, all right, I'm out. Bruce Wayne. Bruce Wayne is holiday. Straight up like that, raw as fuck. Yo, I like it. I, I really like this movie also because it's a crime noir yeah. epic. Like, it's really good. And Facts. Batman hasn't really had a movie. Okay, he's gone up against, I guess, yeah, and the Nolan trilogy. There was some, like, you know, Falcone stuff. Mm-hmm, a little bit. But, like, you know, has he really battled them? Oh, just to backtrack a little bit, I love the relationship between James Gordon and Bruce Wayne. He's teaching him how to be a detective in this movie, which yeah, goes back crazy. to like what you're saying. Like he's really early, like in his career, he's like, "Oh, I gotta be a detective too." He just thought he had to be a fighting badass, right? Yeah. There's a lot more to it. Again, we're gonna see all this shit. If you want a preview of the upcoming movie, hell yeah, watch this, and you you get a gist of what. Hopefully. It's not one of those cases like Mortal Kombat where the animation outclasses the live action because it's happened twice already. It'd be a damn shame if it happens a third time. Yeah, we're, what I think we're, we're, we're with the trailer that we got for Batman and DC fandom last year. It's no, like it can't be that. It's going to be better than Mortal Kombat for sure. And honestly, even if they were to do it just as the same, if they fill in the gaps of the awesome fucking trailer with the things from fucking Batman that uh, the long Halloween. I'm going to be a very fucking happy person. Yeah, because it's a mystery for it's a killer, right? Uh, in the trailer, yeah. like we don't know who it is. It's going to be a very similar thing. My, and, my, I oh, no, go for it. Yeah. Now, I was going to say, like, and I just love the fact that people tend to forget that Batman's first enemy was the mob mm-hmm. in Gotham. It wasn't crazy supervillains. That's why the mob complains that Batman technically created a lot of these villains. Even yeah, he didn't he because the, there was none of that shit in Gotham at all. So before Batman, it was just mafia corrupt. Your standard boilerplate corruption. No, honestly, that's why, you know, for the fans out there, that's why I really kind of I think I like Detective Comics more than the proper Batman book, because I feel Detective Comics feels more a little bit more grounded. It's still with saney fucking characters but but it's more about that about gotham and what he has to do to fix gotham in his own way which because exactly that's it was that it was like fucking crime like how bad crime was and then and then batman's all about like the main batman book is more about like these big characters who are like over like over the top and like could even bring Superman down, you know, like if they're intense fucking characters, which is like that's that's which is fucking cool because Batman can take anybody. But like, I, I think that kind of stuff like really connects you back to more like who Batman fucking is. And 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 this movie, that's what I love about this movie, because it has everything right. It fucking has the story and the movie fucking has because the focus is on the killings of Falcone, right? So we got the mob fucking involved, all this fucking shit. We got the mob, other family, Maroni, but we also have fucking Joker, Solomon Grundy. 
We have fucking uh, Calendar Man. They're asking Calendar Man for help, basically, on this because it's a holiday and he's killer. he's mad pretty for no reason. <laughs> Calendar oh, Man is mad pretty. And epic no and soft-spoken. Word. Which, obviously, inspired by Odin himself, a.k.a. What's his name? Uh, Anthony, Anthony Hopkins. Anthony Hopkins. Yeah. As oh, yeah. Hannibal, Hannibal Lecter. From oh, the Lambs. hell yeah. Totally, totally. As soon totally as I true. saw that, I was like, they're paying a monster totally. Hannibal Lecter. That's epic. I like that. That's pretty cool. Clarice. Yeah. The, the yeah. One- <laughs> For sure. Okay. The one thing the one thing I want to say, because I've been I've been loving the movie about so much, but my only critique, my only critique is kind of I think something you guys sort of said a little bit was was like, I love that it's supposed to be his um second year or whatever it, it, it is. What I don't love is how much on the nose they make it sound like every other character comments on like well, Batman needs to be a better detective. And like, you really should be a good detective. I'm going to teach yeah, you how true. to be a detective. I'm like, I, I'm like, I, I, I get it. I get it. Because we get the same thing with Harvey Dent. And Harvey Dent makes so many comments about like, well, two heads are better than one. What am I supposed to do? Like have two ideas at the same time? How am I going to do that? And I'm like, those were the only moments when I was so into it. And then they make it. I'm like, yeah, yes, I know he becomes two-faced. Let's, come on, move on. Move on with the story. Damn. And like, oh, yeah, yes, Batman's not a good scene. detective. <laughs> <laughs> Let them be campy. <laughs> yeah, I, was I didn't think it was like... campy. Yeah, I liked it. The <laughs> <laughs> yeah, low-key rod, but you're into camp on the low-low. Damn. People know that you're into camp. Batman needs a dash of camp, right? <laughs> nah. He can't exist. Like, you can't That is why we have Batman 66. All that camp could take its bum ass with, right. with, ba- with Batmite. All right, so there's a spectrum, right? So it's camp, and then there's like Frank Miller, Dark Knight, right? Like, I'd say Christopher Nolan, actually, at the non camp. There ain't nothing in Like there, the epitome bro. of like darkest Batman. Damn, dark. I guess in live action. Okay. How how would we design the spectrum? Is what I'm trying to say from camp to like. Because I would think, yeah, you're right. Because I would think camp is fucking back. Batman fucking, what was it, 66? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, It would have to be two spectrums. That's Batman 60. And then the other end, the other end is is fucking Christopher Nolan's Batman, you know? And Tim Burton is a sweet spot in the middle. Jerry Brookhammer, Brookhammer, right? Yeah. He's the one who started moving. Schumacher, Schumacher started moving more towards the campy side. And that, nah, but it Nolan's all up. Batman is it on the other end of the spectrum? It's obviously Batfleck, right? Nah, He's the darkest no, no, Batman. No, 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 you fucking dude. We get it. We get it. You like Batfleck. But the campy is so cheesy. It wasn't campy, but it was cheesy. Facts, fucking! You saw Christopher Nolan, Bat, um, Batman, go to a prison in China to learn how to fight. The fuck, like? There's gonna be another episode. All right, so for and then you week, have and we have Batman and, and Superman stopping because of Martha. We have our mother's same name. That's a little cheesy, and it's like ah yeah. oh, no, like yeah. all stuff. But 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 you're right. But I wouldn't. I would not put. I would put a uh, a uh, 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 Snyder's Batman. Closer to Nolan's oh, Batman yeah, 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 than, yeah, yeah. than than you know because we have Tim Burton in the middle. Well, okay, what about where does Frank Miller's Batman lie in this? Spectrum? Well, now we're talking about comic books, though. Not yeah, that's movies. all. Okay, that's okay, all okay, different spectrums. Okay, different okay. Ones. got it, got it. That's what I was confused and, about. And fans, go on YouTube so you can see me make hand signals of the two different <laughs> spectrums. <laughs> the bat spectrum. We're fucking diagramming. <laughs> spectrum. Yes. Bat. Wasn't that his device in one of the shows? Anyway, all right. I'm assuming it. All right. What's the rating though? All right. Uh, me. All right. I get. I give it. I give it 
a 7.5 because excuse me wait 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 I knew you were gonna say that I knew you were gonna say that I knew you were gonna say that peace play it I'm gonna give it a 7.5 because I'm gonna finish the rating with part two. Okay. So the first part wasn't all that impressive. No, 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 no. That's what I'm saying. That's, no, that's what you're saying, though. No, that's what you're saying. No, no, you're saying no, no, that part no, 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 one no, was an impressive. No, I'm going to attach it together. Out there. So, Chez so hates far, Batman. The long Halloween, <laughs> so far, the long Halloween has a 7.5. So, with part two, I'll take the long Halloween to like a nine. Oh, speaking of like two parters, I'm glad they did that with this because the last one was The Dark Knight, right? Speaking of The Dark Knight, they adapted Frank Miller's story and they made it two oh, parts. Oh, word. Um, so yeah, I got to rewatch that, actually. I got to rewatch that. That, that, that was good. Yeah, and that was also another one where they did it pretty much page by page, almost yep. like recreating oh, the same shit. May, may added a few things here and there, but and, nah. And all the while, implanting it in a new shared universe. Mm-hmm. That's come on. That's what we want to see. That's and I, I like that. Like Gotham is very different from what we've seen Metropolis to be. It is like a, literally a contrast. Yeah. It's kind of old <laughs> yes. school and shit. Um, but yeah, I like what they set up here. I like uh, you know the Gotham City they've built. Um, this relationship between James, uh, Harvey, and and Bruce, all dope shit. I'm gonna give this an eight point five. Mm. This is fucking crazy. I think this is gonna be my highest rating that I've given on the LOZ. I I for me, I'm giving this a nine. It was it oh. was fucking fun. I was that within the because it's like it's if it's a nine within the animated universe world, you know, like I'm not comparing it to like fucking of MCU or the DC Snyder films or anything like that. No, but within the, but also the kind of overall as a movie, it's, if you like Batman, you're going to love this film. You know, you're going to probably rate it higher overall though, as a nine, it's a good film from beginning to the end. Nothing really f- was too annoying. Nothing took me too out of the movie and, and, and it's entertaining enough that you like, you don't know what's fucking happening. Uh, and it's 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 a good film. I loved it. And it made me want to read the book. And I'm reading the fuck, sh- you know, the shit out of the book. The art's beautiful. And and um, yeah, so follow us on, on, on Instagram and Twitter as well as we're going to be sharing images from the long Halloween. Facts said that brings the total rating to a solid eight. Well deserved. Well deserved. And All part right. two is going to drop. I thought it was going to drop like in the fall. But it's gonna drop on July 27th. So you've got to nice. wait that long. Look at that. Look at that. So my rating makes sense. My rating yeah, you're right. makes sense. <laughs> you're right, you're right. I, wonder yeah. a, I wonder if it's another like marketing thing that DC is doing. Like maybe they'll get more sales this way. Like oh, hell yeah. Well, know, more Dude, they crunched those. If they if that's a decision they made, those are numbers that they already crunched, and that's data that they already have. So yeah, hell so yeah, fuck, totally. So on that note, fans, go check out Batman the Long Halloween. Watch that shit before part two drops. Or you could wait and watch them both together on some crazy shit. That'd be mad epic. But either way, I can't wait. This is Chez. Love you guys. Yes. And just to add to that and go read the book to go get it on Comixology. Go to your local comic book store. Go read Batman the Long Halloween ass, especially now. Go watch it. Then go read the book and then compare Preach. and contrast. Like that's honestly... I, I, all movies should be part ones and part twos that allows you to go, go read the book and so with that go fucking do that this fourth of july weekend but wait you're listening to us the week after so never mind just go fucking do it because we tell you to do it facts you see miguel peace out
Legion on Zoom, starring and produced by Jose Perez, a.k.a. Chez, Rodney Martinez, and myself, Miguel Arce. Click subscribe on wherever you get your podcasts and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or shoot us an email at legiononzoom at gmail.com. And don't forget to follow us on social media at Legion on Zoom.